So for the longest time, I didn't know that you could have a love story without having a love triangle. Even when I grew up and I would have my own love story, I was like, hey, wait, where's the third person? <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> how, how is this going to work? <laughs> Unless two people are crazy about it. You're like, oh, it doesn't feel right if there's no third person. <laughs> I know. Where is this other person brooding over me? Where is this person? Yeah. Well, jokes aside, but that was truth. It's not a joke. I actually believe that all love stories are love triangles thanks to most of the Indian movies. That funny person, ladies and gentlemen, is your host, <laughs> Tanvi. <laughs> and for me, a love triangle was always stressful to watch because love triangle, obviously, there's always this one person, whether it's a man or a woman, who loves one person more than the other person loves back. So for me, it's, it was always like, I would just literally scream at the screen going, oh, move on, you know, he or she doesn't love you anymore. Or so I would literally be like, oh my God, so stressed. I would want to like shake that person and be like, move on. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that reason of voice is your host number two, Flo. Hi and welcome to Movie Wala Podcast. Today we are talking about Silsila which came out in 1981 and the Prime Minister of India was Indira Gandhi. We are back in the era of Indira Gandhi. <laughs> uh, the director and producer of the movie was Yash Chopra. The music was by Shiv Hari. The actors were Amitabh Bachchan, Shashi Kapoor, Jaya Bachchan, I think she was married by then, yeah. Rekha, Sanjeev Kumar and Devin Verma. And the story is about uh, two brothers, Shekhar and Amit. And one of them is uh, is an Air Force pilot and he dies. And the other brother, Amit, is uh, kind of forced to marry the brother's fiance because uh, she's expecting. And the story is about um, Amit and the new wife and Amit's ex-girlfriend who is played by Rekha. It's a classic love story. I mean, it's a classic love triangle. If this is not a love triangle, I don't know what it is. I know, right? If this is not a love triangle, well. But I I was so happy to watch this movie. It's always been one of my favorite movies in general and also one of my favorite Yash Chopra movies. And, you know, everything from the casting, the songs, the locations, everything is so wonderful in this mm. movie. It just sucks that it's a movie about extramarital affair. Otherwise, mm. it's a beautiful movie. Right. What did you think? So we had another extramarital affair based movie, which was a big hit, right? Of Shah Rukh Khan. What, what's the name of the movie? Kabhi Khush. No, what is that? Uh, Kabhi Alvida Na Kehna. Right. Yes. It wasn't a hit. Oh, it wasn't a hit. Okay. Yeah. So it was one of the big budget, you know, all these amazing mm-hmm. cast kind of movies. So when I was watching that movie, I was just thinking, I was like, oh my God. When I was watching that, I was constantly thinking about this movie all throughout. I don't know. It's just when you think of a good extramarital movie, I feel like this is on top five in Indian cinema. Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, this was probably one of the first mainstream Hindi movie to address extramarital affair in such a scale like before that there were always like parallel cinema and cinema which no one watched kind of movies and you know so uh, this was probably the only time biggest stars of that time were doing a role which was so and 
anti hero so to say especially coming from a you know indian society where marriage is sacred you know you rather die than break a marriage <laughs> <It's like laughs> right that. yeah that's true like a mainstream movie that tackles this subject right exactly yeah so of course the biggest coup of the movie is the casting and there is apparently you know one of the longest running rumors or one of the longest running gossip of hindi film industry is the affair between rekha and amitabh and now they are in their 70s rekha is in her 60s and this this affair he refuses to die and of course rekha does not help the cause either oh no she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't even want to sometimes it feels like <laughs> and more power to her yeah she why should she if she this is who she is and you know like she's she's continued to live this facade or this life or even if it is her truth for so many years then i'm like props to you man you're like you know you believed in something and you stuck with it seriously wow but the fact that uh, yashobra yeah, was able to not only cast these people but to direct them and they have good amount of scenes with each other you know it's not like even when you know uh, sanjeela bansali's devdas it had just two scenes between madhvi and uh, what is this other babe ashraya uh you know and they are like fleeting and there's one song but here they have like they they go for a dinner there's a face off there's a song exactly there are like good like good i think one third of the movie is where you know they meet at the sari store so there has like a lot of interaction so i was like okay he was able to make them direct so if those rumors i mean i can't believe those rumors are not true but then you know if they were true like with a big if if they were true and if this really happened then you know extra props to yashopra for being able to get these performances yeah. out of them props to yashopra and also to all these three actors who actually were so professional right because there was so if like you were saying big if if the rumors were true then i don't know how jaya bachan could have had so many scenes with rekha without any you know and also there was there were no gossips about things happening on the set or whatever you know all the cheap trashy gossip there was nothing like that so i believe it they were just extremely professional and obviously yash chopra brought them all together so yeah so pe- they must have really respected him to kind of take him up on this offer and also i read that yash chopra actually wanted smita patel and um, and one more person and parvin babi for the uh, for the roles but then i think when he took the story to amitabh bachan he suggested that you know he uh, do it with um, jaya bachan and rekha imagine that <laughs> i was like wow yeah those were some crazy times yeah i don't know how these people what were their way of thinking how was they making things happen and there are some interviews where you know yashopra has made statements where it feels like you know that affair did exist because he he has made statements like uh, i hope kuch garbar na ho shooting ke waqt ye to bahut hi problem like you know things which insinuate that probably this existed so i mean, i don't know it just i think the the movie has a life of its own more so because of the rumors you know the movie is great i mean we're going to talk about the movie like in next 2 minutes after <laughs> stop talking about this gossip but i mean even us who don't really discuss gossip on our podcast so 
but here it is so difficult to like take that away from it because i think separate because there is like a real oxygen being fed to the movie through this rumor mill yes because if you know the background of this gossip like then we were saying we don't talk about you know gossip and rumors but if you know the backdrop to this when you watch the movie it adds so much more to the movie and the scenes i feel it just adds adds a lot more value to the movie I absolutely agree. All right, so let's get on with our podcast uh, and its format and uh, what did you think about fashion? Wow, fashion, gosh. And we all know right now we know Yash Chopra movie has has this certain kind of look for all the heroines, you know? So this was like the beginning of Yash Chopra, right? And his and his uh, prototype. So this has obviously gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous clothes like <laughs> what else can i say beautiful people gorgeous clothes and if i have to pick outfits to talk about i think i will just keep talking about it it i don't think 30 minutes is enough because every sari that uh, reka wore was just gorgeous you know it was just so beautiful and obviously jaya bachan and her sarees and yeah it just i don't know and sweaters of amita bachan those chunky sweaters man amitabh bachan 70s and 80s early 80s <laughs> i swear man i felt okay of course the fashion and these people were setting the screen on fire it was yeah. like oh my <laughs> god if this is not sex on screen i don't know what is <laughs> you know and of course the clothes were playing a huge part in it because there is no skin skin showing there is absolutely nothing western about their looks like they are wearing trousers and pants but it's still worn in a very indian way mm. and rekha's churidars and salwar kameez and even when she's jogging in her joggers track pants and suits and her wavy hair and that lipstick and her makeup and her those eyes. eyebrows and her eyes i was like everything is on point i mean she was oozing I don't know. I wouldn't say sensuality. It was just beauty. It was just I don't think she's looked prettier than she has in this movie. I mean, she's looked pretty in Umrao Jaan. She's looked pretty in several several movies, but this was something so special. She was oh my god. I don't know. I want to use adjectives which would like, you know, exemplify her beauty to say something which is more than beauty. I don't know. Can't think yeah, of anything. I know. Even her nose pin, yeah. I I'm a, I'm obsessed with no people and their nose pins because I think I've said that in our previous episode, like Sahib Bibi and Gulab. Nose pin requires a specific nose. If you don't have that <laughs> nose, then the nose pin can really look atrocious on you. Oh, your Rekha was dream man. I was like, I would make love to her if I was there. <laughs> She is so gorgeous. and jaya bachan obviously she's another kind of beauty and she looks so cute and so pretty yeah i agree both of them are ext- are like two sides of beauty right very different yeah it's like very veronica and betty right very <laughs> very veronica yeah. and betty so it's not like betty is better than veronica or veronica is better than it's just two different people with two different personalities um but jaya bachan was looking you she was completely owning the screen and i think yash chopra did a great job in like you know portraying both of them as equal uh in their strength in their conviction in their love for the man 
uh, at no point, like naturally there, it's an extra mental affair. So you automatically have that moral thing going on. But I don't have a moral prejudice about, you know, what is right, what is wrong. I'm for like, you know, everybody has one life and they should live the way they want, provided they let the other person, you know, not cheat on the other person. Let the other person know. That is my only like disclaimer. Like don't cheat, but do whatever you want. So I feel like Yashopat completed it justice in the wardrobe as well as in their scenes. So yeah. And I, like how you said, I loved Amitabh Bachchan's wardrobe. His, uh, his bomber jackets, his sweatshirts, the shirts with like, he's wearing, he's not wearing bell bottom pants. He's wearing flared, flared pants. They're like, you know, mm. but they, yeah, he, of course, and, the way he carries himself, man, like the swagger. I was like, we need to like dedicate one whole episode and just talk about Amitabh Bachchan and 70s. Like only 70s Amitabh Bachchan. Yes, 70s Amitabh Bachchan, yeah. So yeah, I think we agree the fashion was on point and we have absolutely no qualms about fashion. We would like, it's, and it's, um, it's very, today it doesn't seem out of date and it. And can I just mention, give a special shout out to one specific sari that I absolutely loved. I don't know if it's like the after effects of Sangam, but Sangam also, she had a lot of white saris, right? So even in this, she, Rekha has this, she had this white sari with a little bit of zari work, just like subtle zari and white sari. And that looked so amazing. Oh my God. My favorite sari of hers from this was when, you know, they go, uh, when they are, when they've decided to leave their uh, significant others and they've gone to the friend's house and the friends are having a party and she's wearing this silk sari and sitting. Anjeever, oh my I thing. love that sari. Yes, I remember. And the way she had draped it, she's fully covered and you can just see her gorgeous face. And just the drape itself was beautiful. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that is my favorite sari. I was like, how do I get my hands on this sari? This is so beautiful. So next, moving on to the songs. What did you think about the everlasting, beautiful soundtrack of Silsila? I don't even know, guys. You know how when something is so good, you have no words and you feel like you're like a giggly teenager who has no words? <laughs> to express, that's how I feel about the songs. I have no words. All of them, all of the songs... And even the picturization of every song was beautiful. But if I have to pick one song, then it has to be Neela Asman. Tanvi, I think I texted you when I was watching that song. It's just so beautiful. The first song, when they're together and they're holding hands. Just the way they were walking, holding hands. They're not doing anything. They're just taking a stroll. But... And Amitabh Bachchan singing that song, right? Yes, yeah. And what a good-looking couple they make. You know, I was like, oh my goodness. I was telling you, I was texting you, right? I sometimes felt like I'm intruding into their privacy because their <laughs> chemistry is just so good. I was like, oh my gosh, I should not be... I'm, am I supposed to be watching this? <laughs> right? They, they, they were not kissing. They were not doing anything. It's just the chemistry. Like, it's just the intimacy they had. They were they just had. so engulfed in each other's... Like, just eyes. They're like, nothing else mattered. However, you know, there's a one snafu I noticed that there's one close-up where they are showing that they are in a park and uh, Rekha or Amitabh Bachchan, one of them is in, a, in each other's laps. And the camera goes and there are like flower pots in the background and there's a wall. But as soon as the fa- camera zooms out, they're actually in Lodi Garden and it's an open area. There couldn't be a wall or there couldn't be any flower pots. And I was like... 
hey, where are the flower pots? They're like just two seconds before they were had. And it's the same scene because they're wearing the same clothes and they're in the same posture. So I was like, snafu. I missed it. I think I was too busy looking at their faces in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Good catch. The music is by Shiv Hari. And he's an Indian, uh, you know, classical Santur player. And he has only given music to um, Yash Chopra movies. And, you know, I'm always very fascinated because Yash Chopra was very, you know, specific about his mu- music. All his movies have had very distinct music. There's a folk, there's always one folk song, which is very like on the beat of like, you know, something which would play at a wedding or at a... Uh, very like a family function kind of a folk song. And then even the love ballads are very, they're not some, they're very hummable. They're very like, they have this humming quality to them. And a lot of those movies, music is given by Shaghari. And I was always very curious. And I naturally, I don't know how to get the answer to that. Because he, he only gave music to Yash Chopra movies. And he never gave music to any other director's movies. Like, you know, he gave music for Chani, Lamhe, Parampara, Dar. And I was like, dude, why didn't you give music to anybody else? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I really like his music. And you can tell because he's a Santur player, you can actually tell that the music has that same tone, rhythm. Like, you know, the because Santur can't be loud, it can't be played at a very fast pace. So there is always this very flowing quality to these right. musics. So... Yeah, I loved all the songs. And there is this one specific song which I love the most is, uh, you know, the one where they dance. Ladki uh, Heya Shola. The first one where Amitabh and Rekha have met. Pehli, Pehli Baar Dekha. I love that song. That was like, and I don't talk much about that song because I don't want people to like catch on to it and then ruin it for me. <laughs> so now I'm talking about it on our podcast. I know exactly what you mean. I am that person who actually does not talk about the shows that she likes anymore. Like for past couple of years, I've stopped tweeting. I've stopped talking about the shows I really enjoy. Because that's I'm like, a good idea. <laughs> I do not want anybody to know about my good thing. They're going to ruin it. <laughs> so guys... I will hate you if you ruin this song for me or if it gets popular. Now it does not even need to get popular, right? It's gone. It's done. So nobody needs to like pay any attention to it. But anyways, this is my favorite, favorite song and I would like love to dance on it. Like this was my fantasy that, oh, I would love to dance on this song at a wedding and have like, but, but then there should have been somebody like Amitabh Bachchan next to me either or as well. And I don't know, but this thing looks like Neela Asman Sogaya is composed by Shami Kapoor. Yeah, so there is apparently that uh, Shami Kapoor had composed a song and he had, uh, you know, uh, sung it or kind of shown it to Amitabh Bachchan during one of the shoots. And Amitabh Bachchan remembered it. And when they were shooting this, he asked Yashobra, oh, you should ask Shami Kapoor for that song. And Amitabh Bachchan went to Shami Kapoor and Shami Kapoor didn't care. He's like, yeah, take it. <laughs> see, you see, the picturization is just so beautiful. And also, special mention, uh, Javed Akhtar, I think it was one of his first movies, right, that he had penned the lyrics for. Yeah. And then we all know, so he just blew up after that. So this was his <laughs> first. <laughs> he just blew up after that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had been around for a while. <laughs> but as a lyricist. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so moving on to scenes. What are your favorite, favorite scenes? 
favorite scenes i don't know if it's my favorite but it's just an observation that i made so you know one of the scenes where they have just rekindled their relationship they're married now at this point both of them married to you know different people and now they've rekindled their relationship and they're having an affair and he is at a show or something and he's i don't know if he's reciting a poem or if he's singing performing and then jaya bachan is at home watching the show on tv and uh, while she's watching it on tv the camera kind of pants to rekha and jaya bachan kind of has this very uncomfortable feeling right so that kind of reminded me of what our camera men even now do right at um, award shows whenever there's amitabh bachan jaya bachan and rekha it has to be either if anyone is on on the stage they have to pan the camera to show where, what the other person's reaction is so it was just kind of ironic i think because you know it started there yeah. I, i never really noticed this and i was like oh that's interesting <laughs> yeah i don't know if i have a favorite scene but there are a lot of scenes that like i just enjoyed i loved the opening scene with jaya bachan and shashi kapoor you know it is a very unusual opening you know they just start a baby pre i don't know baby shower like i don't know god bharai in hindi i don't know what is in english or whatever <laughs> and you know people are singing and japachan was looking so beautiful and it's such a good foreshadowing as well because that is exactly how the movie ends that is how the movie started and that's exactly how the movie ends and i was like wow and i don't think i noticed all of this when i was a kid right like i don't know i was not interested in god bharai or whatever and then i loved i think also delhi I loved that they were showing Delhi and I was like oh my god where are these streets lodi garden I know like the cleanliness the green trees I think all of those scenes were just I think more for my nostalgia than <laughs> It's else. around the same time that even the other movie what's the name of the movie that we spoke about Deepti Naval and Deepti Naval uh what was that oh god Chashme Badur. It's actually the exact same year. Oh it yeah. It came out. Both of them came out in 1981. So it's the same Delhi that we see in Chashme Badur as well, right? Yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. And there is Rekha and Amitabh Bachchan in Chashme Badur doing a cameo in the park. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were shooting, and they were like, "Hey guys, we're shooting here. Can we just use you?" <laughs> oh, and another trivia is that a lot of uh, the scenes—not lot, actually—all the scenes between Jaya Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan mm-hmm. uh, after they get married in the movie are shot in their real home, which is in Delhi. Oh, I didn't know that. I love that trivia because I would want to go back and see how they're. Yeah, really. Yeah, so that. it's their real home, and that was very close to where I used to live when I was oh. growing up. We used to. I used to drive by to see, like, are they home? <laughs> Because it used to be their house used to always be closed, and whenever they were home, there would be a lot more hustle bustle, and there'll be like a lot more guards outside uh-huh. and things. Not to a crazy scale like how it is now, but you'll still see there'll be like little more movement versus earlier. Like it'll just be closed. I was like. Oh yeah, and it was be- it was beautiful back then. They didn't have people didn't have hundred cars parked outside. The trees were still like leaves were there. People are so the classy and so subtle, right? Yeah, capitalism ruined it. <laughs> I know totally. I wish we had a closed economy even now. <laughs> Shit. Okay, people are Don't going to say that. No, sorry. <laughs> Let India grow. <laughs> I think one of the most. 
beautiful part of the movie, however, was not the extramarital affair, but the mm. romance between Amitabh and Rekha before all the drama happened. Like when they were really just single and just like, you know, Amitabh sees her at the wedding. Like I mentioned the song that I really like. That's where he sees her. And then he goes back, finds her address and writes those beautiful and they are voice letters, right? He sends mm. her cassettes with that voice. Which would be uh which would be equivalent to WhatsApp audio notes now. <laughs> but it's not the same. Not the cassette. At all. And then they show the tape recorder and then you know, and then she ejects it and then she puts it in. You know, those things who will ever see it again. I mean- <laughs> The effort, I mean, the, there is absolutely no effort in sending a WhatsApp voice memo. But, you know, he went through the whole ordeal of getting her address from her friend. Even that scene was so cute. Like he's talking in Punjabi to this woman and getting and is like, oh God, my heart was melting. And then he, and it's so um forthright right like he is declaring her love without knowing how she feels but of course he knows how she feels because she was kind of giving her those dewy eyes (laughs) yeah those were beautiful and those red roses oh my god i'm not even a rose person right but if amita bachan was gonna send me roses in the 80s i would like yeah i'm a rose person man (laughs) you'll convert to a rose person (laughs) Yeah, there is a reason why Yash Chopra is celebrated for romance because he really got some of those things down pat, right? Like in all his other movies as well, you know, the hero is always a writer, a poet, uh, you know, someone from theater, like his, his, even like I remember Kabhi Kabhi I used to like because of course Amitabh is a writer, mm. but then even like Rakhi's profession, he's like, she's a TV present, like a interviewer or a TV presenter. They didn't have like regular boring jobs, right? They were always on this creative side of things. And when they did have a boring job like Sanjeev Kumar in this movie, that job does not define them. They have this really fun, quirky side to it. Or even when Shashi Kapoor in Kabhi Kabhi has that boring like construction job or whatever. But he has this personality which is like different from his job. So yeah, I mean, oh God, like I love that romance. I was like, you know... No matter what everybody in pop culture will today say about everything is wrong, apparently, whatever happened in the 80s and 90s, I mean, we as well have criticized, but but they were. But I just wanted to mention that romance was a huge part. Without mentioning those, you know, those poems that, that he writes and sends, I think it would be kind of incomplete if you're talking about Silsila, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another scene that I really, really liked is the dinner scene uh, when uh, they are doing, they're on a double date, Sanjeev Kumar and uh, Rekha and Amitabh Bachchan and Jaya Bachchan. And, you know, Amitabh Bachchan just asks Rekha to dance, you know, and they go and they are dancing on this floor, on the floor. But uh, what I love is the the scene between Jaya Bachchan and Sanjeev Kumar. And I think they have always brought out the best in each other. If there was one, uh, you know, they've played father-daughter, they've played husband-wife, they've played brother-sister, they've played father-in-law and daughter-in-law in Shole. They've played all different sequence of relationships. And I think they, and over here, they're just, uh, they're just doctor-patient. They're not even like really any relationship. 
they really bring out the best in each other. It was such a good scene. That scene was so touching. And when Sanjeev Kumar says you are a good doesn't he doesn't he say you are a good human being? Yeah. No, he says uh, bhabhi ab bahut hi achhi devi hai. And I feel you know when um, people don't say these dialogues in such delivery anymore, I feel like especially simple things like you know we don't even hear somebody say with this politeness or this tone like bhabhi aap kya kar rahe hain like you know this is probably how we talk and we don't really see that represented on the screen because it's always so loud and it's always like something not out of real life i felt the dialogue sanjeev kumar was saying and of course it also goes to sanjeev kumar because his delivery such that everything these two guys were saying it felt like people would actually say that I agree, and also there was one more. I uh, I don't remember the exact time when that scene happens, but there's a scene when I think towards the end, like thirty minutes uh, before the movie ends, I think when Jaya Bachchan finds out about the affair, and Amitabh Bachchan is having a conversation with Jaya Bachchan in in their house, and he's just so amazing in this movie because everyone is very subtle. Their acting is very subtle. They're not dramatic at all. So he's just having an adult conversation with his wife. after you know the wife finds out that she he's been having an affair and he's just pouring his heart out and he's just so vulnerable at that moment right he's just telling her what happened and how it happened and i don't know i thought it was just beautifully done and and for 81 you know we always i mean obviously hindi movies get a lot of flack for not having good writers and things like that but there are these gems that sometimes stand out and you're like wow i agree yeah I I I actually think Jaya Bachchan again in the end I'm going to address it again which I've been addressing every bloody movie in the series but until we reach that end she's been given such a strength of character which you see you know that there's a silent strength in her being uh within the parameters of the society she's born in right because you can question like oh if she was so strong then why did she need a man why couldn't she be a single mother this and that of course you couldn't have you have you seen india in 1981 they would like divorce was looked down upon you could not have had a child out of wedlock and you know um, lived like decently even like you know when we hear neena gupta's experience how many st- problems she had to go through to just do that so of course it's not easy so you can't just come around and be like oh but if she was so strong why did she do this but within the parameters i think her strength was exemplary and i gave her 10 on 10 on communication skills because you know i was like my uh, gripe with all of these movies had been so far that why don't they bloody communicate in clear words over here I think they all uh, barring a little bit I think they had to use that because otherwise they wouldn't be able to draw the story forward so I'm recognizing that you know the writing needs to be this way but still like you know I liked how Jaya Bachchan because this is the biggest question right and I felt they address it in a great way because he Abhita Bachchan asks her that you know don't you miss because she was a fiance of her elder brother and she's like don't you miss him like don't you think about him she's like I do and I don't have to forget him. He's part of my life and he will continue to be in my but in my past. You are my present and he taught me love but you're the one who protected it. And now, you know, and I've been touched by that gesture of yours and now I love you because you did that for me. So, you know, you can tell that yeah, this is how her emotions have evolved and now she's in love with this man who was, you know, who picked her up when nobody would. 
and i also like that scene where you know she has a miscarriage and he he rises up to the occasion and he's like you know don't feel that just because the kid is gone i'm going to leave you i'm you know i'm here with you and i understand your pain i felt they kind of you know the redeem amitabh's character as well that he was not a total like he was not a i don't know i don't want to swear at him because i think i like him so he was not a horrible person <laughs> but he was human he was still human you know yeah there are so many scenes i think i can go on talking about these scenes i know you you're right because right now i'm thinking of another scene as well you know before the song rangbar say happens they kind of uh, meet at you know the party is the holy party is at rekha's and her husband's house and they have invited jayabachan and amitabh so before the song breaks out they there's this little scene between rekha and jayabachan and you know they're talking about past loves right lovers and, and then jayabachan says that she says something like yeah you know in this country husbands cannot be lovers or something to that extent and just that yeah. just like a 2 minute scene but it's so nice yeah like you said i think there are too many way too many scenes that are good yeah she says that is is desh mein patni aur premi ek nahi hote He did a good job. Like Yashopra did a good job. I I really liked the story. It's not like a fluffy, a fluffy Yashopra. You know, generally when people say Yashopra movies, that they just think about fluffiness and escapism. But no, this was not a fluffy Yashopra movie. And unfortunately, it didn't do well either, right? Because according to Yashopra, the two movies that he liked the most of his own were one was Silsila and one was Lamhe. and it could also be because both of these didn't do well and people tend to kind mm. of be you know partial towards what didn't work versus what worked but i i can see where he's coming from these both of these movies were out of their time they were dealing with emotions nobody wanted to talk about right and again the communication right like in 80 81 i don't think people were ready to have a conversation about yes you know he was my ex lover but now he's no more and you're my present and you know like it's very clear it's just there and and indians we don't like talking about things like straight you yeah. know we don't we feel very uncomfortable and we just avoid it so i can see why you know maybe the audience did not like it and were not able to relate to but, it i mean i think i don't even think the audience got to the point of where they were analyzing the communication i think just the fact they just the fact that a married couple was uh stepping out of their marriage respective marriages and you know they were that was a big no they're like no no you can't do that yeah. like i don't even want to know your side of the story you just cannot do it you know that was it yeah exactly <laughs> this is because like you said in the way you know uncomfortable in addressing anything which is difficult and we definitely don't want to do anything which goes against the norm like you know we want to keep following the path which everybody is following and dare somebody step out of that line they like get back in line as we leave <laughs> you behind or worse you know trample you down yeah so i mean most of the movies so far we've spoken about except for sangam were actually flops you know uh, sangam and devdas i think those are the only two movies which weren't flop and everything else is flop so there is hope maybe people actually Uh what am i saying no there is no hope yeah <laughs> because like people love it now right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i think yeah i i mean in hindsight even uh, andaz apna apna was a flop so there is no criteria about indian mentality what they love and what they don't love right i mean of course like we said we really like the movie we like the song we like the fashion but i wish it was still like little less regressive again you know that 
whole pati parmeshwar hota hai part wasn't there and that you know who will do this for me i mean like i'm so bechari like i can understand that you know being a single mother's heart being a divorcee's heart he was doing so good with the writing that i felt that he would have pushed the envelope little more and not you know use these lines at as crutches to be like oh mai mai itni abla itni bechari because it feels like she was fine i mean i don't know i just i don't i don't want to hear sentences like mera kya hoga or you know mai mai mera mere pati ke bagair mai kya karungi like you know if i was her and i felt like he really loves her because he did right in that moment he really did love her and that's why he was leaving her they both came back out of guilt they didn't come back because they suddenly felt they loved their partners so i would have liked the movie to go all the way but having said that i i forgot about one of the scenes when amitabh realizes this thing and he wants to go back to his wife you know the scene where you were talking about this gorgeous sari that rekha was wearing during the i think they they're in a gurudwara and there's some kind of uh, yeah i think they are doing a prayer and and the the whole scene was really nice especially you know when i think it's a song they're singing like a praising song i think it was the 50th anniversary of that couple so he was thinking about that you know the that their marriage has lasted for that long you know that whole scene i thought was beautifully shot you know when amitabh bachchan is also like watching all the couples going ahead and you know praying and you know and then he also goes and does that and then he's he's thinking about the vows that he took you know in his marriage and you know that's kind of the moment that he once he realizes that he has to go back to his wife right i thought that scene also was well done it wasn't dramatic because i hate dramatic yeah. m- music and movies and it was just very subtle so yeah there there were a lot of scenes yeah so yeah i think it's definitely worth watching we watched it over and over again i think i don't know i've lost count of the number of times i've watched it and it always lives up to the mark i have not had an issue ever and you can pull apart anything like in hindsight you can always look back and be like ye nahi hona chahiye tha but but so and this was the last movie in which rekha and amitabh mm. bachchan ever acted together This was also the last movie in which Jaya Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan ever acted together until Kabhi Khushi Kabhi Gham came 18 years later. And this was also the last movie Jaya Bachchan had ever acted in general in life until Hazar Charasya Ki Maa which she did like like I don't know 20 years later. So this was like an end like this was Jaya Bachchan's last movie as a actress in the main lead or as a love interest or whatever and Amitabh and Rekha have never acted again. Yeah. for a reason see it's proven <laughs> no Just and kidding. on that wonderful note should we end our podcast yes <laughs> all right guys that's it from us for today we'll be back next monday in the meantime you can catch us on twitter at moviewala pod and on instagram at moviewala podcast see you bye bye